before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, and I am so glad that you've chosen to spend a few minutes with me today. Now, in this episode, I sit down with my fellow STR sister and interior design extraordinaire, Valerie Malone. She and I have a very real conversation about creating a luxury listing And Valerie drops some amazing and practical tips of how you can create a luxury space for your ideal guests. Ladies, break out the pen and paper because I know you're going to want to take notes. Now let's go ahead and dive into my conversation with Val. All right, so we are here with the one and only Valerie Malone, someone who is near and dear to my heart. Valerie, for anybody listening who doesn't know you, tell us who you are and what you do. So I'm Valerie. I own a company called Quill Decor, and I focus on the design of short-term rentals and helping people with the design of their short-term rentals. So I run a course, I teach classes, I help people with that exact subject. I love it. Today, if you're okay with it, I want to talk about luxury. And luxury is, you know, I always think about in life, everyone thinks about that elusive L word, love. You know, they just want love. (laughs) In the world of short-term rentals, we all want that L word, luxury. (laughs) I'm curious from your perspective, what would you consider a luxury short-term rental? So I love this topic and I don't have a straight answer for you on that because I think You know, one of the things I've noticed that you've probably noticed is this trend towards luxury. More people are asking about it. Should I be luxury? Is your place luxury? How do you get to that elusive state? So first of all, let's just talk about what luxury is. What is luxury? What do we mean when we say, is that the goal for this property, right? So if we want to look, if we want to take it to its core, the definition of luxury, I will read from Merriam-Webster is something adding to pleasure or comfort, but not absolutely necessary. So it's this superfluous thing that is making us enjoy our experience more. It's enhancing the experience. It's making it more comfortable or more something to someone that isn't entirely necessary, right? So we've got hosting at at its basic, and then we've got hosting a step up. And in some ways, anything that step up is going to be luxury, And what luxury is to one person is not luxury to another person. So I think one of the things we'll kind of unpack today is why should I care about luxury? And how do I, if I do care, how do I start to fold that into my rental and where does it matter for me? One thing that you just said, 
I think is super important to touch on is luxury is something to someone. And so knowing who your target someone is for your short-term rental is imperative, correct me if I'm wrong, in your book to understanding what luxury might be to that target audience, right? Absolutely. So it's like every every guru out there teaching anything about rentals is saying the same thing. You have to decide who are you trying to speak to with this particular rental. So who is your target audience? Who's your ideal guest? And then we have to design an experience for that person. And this is marketing 101, but once you do that, then you inevitably will attract that person and that high-end guest or that guest that you're after. So yeah, it's about really tailoring the experience of your place for the guests that you want to host. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about the why. I know you mentioned, you know, from your perspective, you kind of have some thoughts on why it's important to incorporate some of these luxury amenities or luxury touches. But I also think people have this fear of, I have no idea how to do that. And it's going to cost me a ton of money. Exactly. Yeah. So tell us about why, first of all, someone might want to think about incorporating those luxury touches. Okay. So I have three reasons because we all love a list. So three reasons why. Number one, luxury is going to differentiate you. This, this market is increasingly crowded and we're not here to be basic, right? We're here to be a step above. And so if you want to be very strategic with how you become a step above and how do you do it in a way that is cost-effective because it's business. And this is really important to think about what am I putting into the business and how do I make sure that that is getting back for me a return? So just differentiation, just differentiate yourself from the guys out there who are just throwing up the properties and, you know, throwing in the Ikea and throwing in the Wayfair and then walking away. So differentiate yourself by creating a tailored experience for your guests. So that's number one. Number two is that when you add these additional touches, what it's going to do, it's going to attract a better quality clientele. And when you have a better quality clientele, you have a better rental business. You have an easier rental business. You have higher end referrals. You have a business that has less problems. So that's in and of itself another level. And then third, I think that providing luxury, providing joy for people and a thing, something that's going to make their experience better, it makes your job more fun as a host. So it's just about fun, right? We're just here it's to have fun. fun. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to be a host. And so if you can find a way to put some joy in it, not only for your guests, but for yourself, I think what you'll realize is when you start to do that, you know, going over and above and making your guest experience really great, that it does become more fulfilling for you as well. Oh my goodness. And I can absolutely attest to that. You know, when I first started in short-term rentals, I was coming in as a real estate investor, right? Moving from long-term rentals into short-term rentals. And so I was looking at this from a financial benefit. And when I started focusing on guest experience, you know, as I was setting up my first few rentals, and then I went back and started reading the guest book, the comments I was getting from people, oh my gosh, that is what this is all about. It's about yeah. helping people you know, have a joyful experience when they're staying with you. 
Right. Right. It just adds a, it adds a different layer of, I don't know, like, you know, you hear like chase the spark and chase the thing. And it just is, it makes it more than just about the money. And of course it's about money. This is a business. This is a job. This is what we're doing. But also how can you find ways to make it feel more satisfying to you to keep you going on the hard days? Yeah. So something else that you mentioned that I'd love to touch on is the expense part of it. You know, a lot of people have this perception that luxury equals expensive. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. And if you believe that luxury has to be expensive. I don't think luxury has to be expensive. I think luxury is more about creating an experience and creating something that you're anticipating the needs that the guest maybe doesn't even know that they had, right? So it's making sure all of the needs are met and then maybe a little bit more too. That to me is luxury. That to me is what we're after. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today is the ideas of how you can bring a little bit of that to each and every space in your rental. So I don't think it has to be expensive. I think you can have luxury touches in a home without having a multi-million dollar home with incredibly expensive everything. Do I think you should call your place luxury if you have assembled every piece of furniture with an Allen key? Maybe don't put that as the title in your listing, but that doesn't mean that even if that is the level of rental you are, that doesn't mean you can't go above and beyond and attract better clientele, even with the other things we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's really, that's a really funny analogy of the mindset of when we have to tell people we're luxury, we're probably not doing something (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. People should be able to sense that from your photos, the way that your copy is written, the way that they're experiencing the rental, you know, when you walk through the front doors, you know, how you treat them as a guest. I think that's, that's what luxury is all about. It's a whole picture. <laughs> that's right. It's a whole picture. So, but we'll talk about, well, we're going to break it down. We're going to go into like the dive into some details, some really tangible things that you can do. You can pick and choose which ones of these make sense for you, for your space, for your rental, for your guests. Well, can let's just dive into that. So first I want to think about a bedroom because a lot of folks do, I think, associate luxury with a luxury bedroom. What are some ways that folks can add a luxury touch to a bedroom? So some of this, I will say, for me, I preach, this is not luxury. This is basic. Like basic have two pillows per guest. Do you do that, Stacey? Mm Mm-hmm. Two sleeping pillows per guest. Also, I will buy a whole array of them. They don't have to be like Sam's or Amazon or Costco or wherever you want to get your pillows. They have excellent ones at Costco and Sam's. But get get a variety. Don't get one type of sleeping pillow and then buy, you know, 15 of them or 16 of them. Get some with foam, some with down, some with down like uh, alternative have just a variety, a pillow menu, if you will. You don't actually have to do a menu, but just have some variety so that you've got different sleepers can pick and choose and everybody's comfortable, but two, two guests, two sleeping pillows per guest minimum. Okay. I love to do layers and I put extra ones in the closet with a ribbon around it saying, I use this extra blanket when I sleep. If you would like it, please, you know, help yourself that way. You're not doing extra washes. 
So I like, I like layers on a bed. I don't like one big fluffy thing. I'm a hot sleeper. So that's again, luxury is catering to different people's needs. So just offering options, pillows, layers on the bed, temperature control. Maybe it's a ceiling fan or another kind of fan in the space, depending on where you are, how hot it is, just kind of temperature control. And then the absolute basic basic is you want a bedside table with a lamp for every guest period at the end. <laughs> uh Oh, please. Okay. A lamp. I have to have a lamp per guest. Okay. <laughs> I do. I do. I have a lamp per guest. Listen, at least have somewhere for them to put their, I have, I have drug a dining chair into the bedroom before to have on my side of the bed to like put my water glass and my phone. Okay. Now I do have a bedside table. Okay. But why not a lamp? Well, there was one space that I recently decorated that I felt like a lamp, it was on an accent wall. So I felt like the lamps would actually take away from the accent wall. So I put the lamps on the dresser, like flanking the, the TV. So I may need to go take another look at that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's luxury for each guest. Like you've got a couple sitting in bed and then, you know, one's reading and the other's not. And that's luxury. I don't know what your ideal guest is though, Stacey. Maybe they don't need a lamp. Maybe they don't read. No, I'm kidding. These are the questions you have to ask. All right. I love that. All right. So we talked about pillows and I love the fact that you tie an extra blanket or you, do you tie your pillows? Tie both. No, I because I don't wash the pillows. The pillows have like an extra zipper thing on them and they're just in the closet. But the yeah, the the blanket, because that way you just have less turnover washing if they didn't use it. Because some people don't need that, but just the option of it being there. And then also making sure that lighting control, they're in full control of the windows. Basic is give them some, you know, faux wood blinds. Luxury is give them some layers, give them the faux wood blinds, and then also maybe a curtain on top to really black it out for those people that care about that. Yeah. And I know from prior conversations how to place my curtains now, thanks to you. So <laughs> if you have not heard me talk to Valerie about curtains, definitely go look up a former interview because we have lots of conversations about where to place curtains. I've been converted. All right. So let's talk about a kitchen. How do we add luxury touches to a kitchen? So you may have heard other people say before, and I agree with this notion that you want your guests to be able to cook a turkey dinner in the kitchen. That doesn't mean you need multiple of everything. I don't think you need like a ton of extra gadgets, but maybe if you are in a cabin in the woods, say people might want a crock pot, maybe have a crock pot or an instant pot, which can be used as both instant pot and crock pot. Think about your location, where you are and what people are doing there. How many rentals have you stayed in that don't have any Tupperware or anything to put leftovers in. I mean, this is the easiest. What? Get some Tupperware. Sharp knives. I have like have a um video of we stayed in a rental once, and like my cousin, who's like this very muscly guy, was just like sawing at this bread we had gotten with this huge knife that was just a joke. Like it was, you know, dull. It had no power. It was like a butter knife. <laughs> just get some sharp knives, right? They don't have to be overly expensive. And upgrade that coffee. You can do something local, partner with a local coffee shop or a local brewer. You can get some nice pods, just upgrade that coffee. How might someone add luxury touches to a living room? Okay. I'm a broken record. I get it. But just lamps, just even in my own home, I just recently added a room, a lamp to 
like a part of a room that didn't have a lamp. And it, I can't, it made me feel like I was home in my own home for the first time. <laughs> like, I know that sounds really dramatic, but truly having a lamp versus harsh overhead lighting makes a space feel more inviting, more comfortable, more like you are at home and, and like really meant to actually unwind and relax there. So lamps and lighting control dimmers. Great. High five for all my lamp friends. Um, I love adding nice, soft, clean blankets. So I do the really plush ones from that are kind of like faux fur from pottery barn because they wash really, really easily. So clean that sucker. Don't put a throw blanket on there. If you're not going to ever clean it, that's really gross. A clean blanket, really nice pillows with down inserts. So the down that you can, you know, this looks different than a poly insert from Target that comes with like the fake one. So you can also get down alternative that feels like down, but just something that's a little bit more luxury. You can buy those at Ikea. They don't have to be expensive. The inserts, I mean. I love that. I just think about those side tables. Like I've, I've stayed in places before that don't have the thought about people putting a drink on, you know, different surfaces, having a coffee table, side table. Just think about what guests are doing in that space. What is the experience? Is it TV watching? Is it, you know, are these, is it conversation? How is the room set up? So think about setting up the room in a way that will enhance the guest experience for what they want to do. Like we just reviewed a property, Stacey, that had swivel chairs to dual purpose. So it was really thoughtful the way they set up and they said in the listing, look, these swivel chairs turn to watch the TV, but also it faces this game table and you can play checkers and it just felt really thoughtful. So I think also people love to put their feet up. So give, give somewhere to do that with little ottomans or poofs or, um, yeah. I love me some poof ottomans. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun. Always can't have too many of this. All right, let's move to the entryway. If someone is just walking into a property, how can we make that feel like a luxury experience? Okay, right away, give them that Wi-Fi, right? Right, just like right there, frame it, entry table, or just somewhere really obvious, right? So that nobody is confused about how to get on the free Wi-Fi. Just make it fast and give it to them, give them that log in really easily because you've, you've already sent it. It's in the notes or whatever, but they didn't see it and they're going to ask you. Right. So just make that visible. I am so curious to what you have to say, all of these, Stacey, I think, you know, for someone who thrives on making sure that, you know, business runs smoothly and that we're very efficient, how can we do that at the same time as keeping our keeping, you know, and keeping our costs down, how do we do that at the same time as really dazzling our guests? So here's the list I have, and then I'm interested in your feedback. So a handwritten note, I know that's not realistic for everyone. And I know some of you don't live close to your rentals and that doesn't even feel like a possibility. I want to talk to someone who writes them all out in advance with her hand, two sentences, welcome to welcome this family. And the turnover team just pops that right on the table. It doesn't have to be time consuming. People love to hear their own name. How can you write welcome so-and-so family? How can you write um, welcome St. John family? We're so delighted to have you. Please let us know if you need anything. Like that goes so far. Now I'm cared for. Now I'm in the lap of luxury because I know this, this host cares about me. Mike, they said my name. Say someone's name. Um, we used to do a bottle of wine and chocolates for every turnover. Would buy big box of wine at a time at Costco and you know, turnover team, pop it on the table. Sometimes people drink it. Sometimes they take it home. Sometimes they don't touch it, but it's there. Um, and then also 
bar of chocolate. And then another really great touch is to find something local you can incorporate. So partner with some local business, figure out how to get them, you know, a discount to the local coffee shop. Here's 10% off your coffee down the street, cross promote your, your businesses. And then another huge one with the entryway is to figure out a way to have the lights on for your guests at the entry point. So is it some kind of motion sensor? Is it the hue light bulb system that comes on at a certain point when you know you have a check-in day? Like, is it automated? There's so many ways to automate these things. Not for everybody. It's not for me. My husband actually loves that stuff. And so he's in charge of all of that sort of thing. But yeah, having the lights on and not fumbling around in the dark to try and find that keypad. That's a big one. Yeah. Love that. So let's move really quickly to the outdoor space. And this could either mean the front yard or the backyard or where someone might be unloading their vehicle. Talk to us about how to add luxury touches to the outdoor spaces. The big question there would be, what is your outdoor space? And is it something where people are actually spending time? And if it is, how can you treat that like a whole room in and of itself, which is a whole nother place for you to market and entice and bring guests in and differentiate yourself? Right. So is it a fire pit area? Just having nice chairs on a fire pit. You don't have to supply the wood. Make sure that they know you don't. And then, you know, if you do want to go over and above, supply s'mores packets, you know, leave one little bar of chocolate, one thing of granola bars. I mean, not granola bars, um, graham crackers. Graham crackers. S'mores there, Valerie. <laughs> not good. We don't eat them in England. Everyone's like, what's a s'more? But we do it in our, we, we can't get graham crackers here. So I have to use these other biscuits. I know I need to bring them back over with me. Just leaving a little s'mores kit, bar of chocolate, marshmallows, graham crackers behind. If, if families are your thing, like that's going to be huge. And what does that cost? Like three bucks? Three bucks. Four it's bucks. so easy. Get up, you know, buy it in bulk, leave it in the supply closet, pop it out with each turnover and you know, that goes miles and miles. So I think just thinking about the outdoor space as a room in and of itself, whether it's a porch, a fire pit, whatever you're decorating, it needs a, a design. It needs a, a thoughtful approach, create an environment, and then you can photograph it and market it like any other room. I love it. Okay. I want to move really quickly into our lightning round. This is always so fun. <laughs> so and nervous. what I want you to do is answer with the very first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. First question, where is your favorite place to vacation? The mountains. Any specific mountains? Just any mountains. I just like to be outside in nature. I particularly love Georgia, North Carolina, the Southeast. Love that. Okay. What's one place you've never been that you would like to go? Turkey. Really? I don't know. You said, say the first thing that came to my mind and it did. <laughs> We've talked about going to Turkey. Yeah. I've actually heard that's beautiful. We're doing a whole like world tour, my family in about a year and a half. We're going to go everywhere. That is amazing. Stay tuned for the fun. Stay tuned. Okay. What is one thing you know now that you wished you knew when you started out in the world of short-term rentals? Oh, first thing that pops into my mind, being an attentive host is going to get you farther than almost anything else. Absolutely. Okay. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I think you aren't what you think. Like thoughts are just thoughts. Don't let them overtake your life. 
Okay. Say that one more time. I wanted yeah. to make sure that I understood what you mean. You aren't what you think. Thoughts are just thoughts. This is actually uh, um, Tim Ferriss. I heard him say it in a podcast and it came to my head. It's a big one because sometimes oh. we think our thoughts are us that we like, and we get so caught up in them, but actually we can separate ourselves from them. They can just be thoughts. Don't let, don't let your thoughts run away with you essentially. This is a whole other podcast episode in and of itself. We're, we're going to dive into that topic because I do, I do have a different perspective. Oh, okay. But I, I'm not, I'm not going to go there right now. What is one thing and or person that you're grateful for today? Mm, I am grateful for my children and I'm grateful that they're back in school this week after a week off. <laughs> I love that. That is fun. That is fun. Love them very much. I'm very glad they're at school. Okay. So before we wrap up, I I do want to chat very quickly about better your BNB. So you mentioned, hey, Stacey, we just reviewed a property recently. If you haven't checked us out on the YouTube land or betteryourbnb.com, I would highly encourage you to do so. Valerie and I review a listing and give away insights or suggestions on how to uh, improve the listing, improve the property, boost bookings, all of that in 15 minutes or less. So it's so super fun. So I would just encourage you to also, I would encourage our listeners to actually submit their listings. Submit your listing. And in some cases, you know, we talk about what you're doing really well that we think everyone else should do and teach by example. We, we kind of dig up the things that we think you could tweak or change that will improve the property and improve your business. And we just absolutely have a blast doing it. So yeah, you can apply, apply right on our website, betteryourbnb.com. There is an apply now button. Just click that, submit your actual listing and we can review it on the show. Yeah. And we'll drop it in the show notes too on the podcast. So that is awesome. All right. One last question. If folks want to learn more about you or get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do so? So you can find me on my website at quilldecor.com. So it's quill, Q-U-I-L-L, decor.com. I have a contact form on the website and um, yeah, got lots of fun, free content on there as well. Valerie, thank you so much. It's always so fun to chat with you and I know I will see you very soon again. Yes, pleasure's all mine. Thanks for having me. Okay, sister, are you ready to start making your short-term rental dreams a reality, but feeling lost, stuck, or just overwhelmed? Here's what I know for sure. You deserve everything you're dreaming of, and you deserve to get it with ease, support, and joy. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar and watch my free masterclass where you will get the scoop on how to leave your W-2 and start building your dream life with five simple steps. If you're ready to have more time to spend with friends and family doing the things you love, adding a ton of zeros to your bank balance and start living your short-term rental dream, you need to watch this masterclass. 
head over to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar right now to start watching. That's stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar, and I will see you there.